Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator with the University of Illinois Extension Service. And now that it's January and the holiday catalogs have quit, we're now filling our mailboxes with fruit and vegetable catalogs, which is a good thing this time of year. And I wanted to cover some terms that we might run into, especially in the fruit tree catalogs when it comes to pollination. And those terms uh, that we see so often are self-fruitful, partially self-fruitful, self-unfruitful. And to confuse this a bit more, there is even pollen sterile apples, for example, that we need to deal with. So when it comes to the fruit tree catalogs, as you're looking through them and you see terms like self-fruitful and what does that really mean? Well, that means that that particular variety or tree can pollinate itself. That is, it doesn't need a corresponding partner uh, to ensure that there's fruit set. So typically we think of self-fruitful trees as peaches, nectarines, and tart or sour cherries. And while we know we can get, um, only say for example, have a single peach tree in the backyard and get peaches, self-fruitful trees will typically go ahead and set a larger crop if there happens to be cross-pollination available. But at a minimum, they will take care of themselves. So again, the self-fruitful trees typically are peaches, nectarines, and tart or sour cherries. Up from self-fruitful or down from self-fruitful, depending upon how you want to look at it, are what's known as partially self-fruitful. Now, these are trees that will eventually go ahead and decide, okay, I'm not getting any cross-pollination. I'll go ahead and self-pollinate. But the hook here is that uh, you're going to get a bigger crop of, of fruits if you happen to have a cross-pollinator somewhere nearby. But even so, here's another group that will give you fruit, even though it doesn't have a corresponding cross-pollinator in, in the neighborhood, for example. So partially self-fruitful fruit trees would be those that we would consider to be, say, European-type plums. Um, and there's a couple apples here, uh, Rome apples and Golden Delicious apples. And then you have uh, apricots. So partially self-fruitful says you're going to have a degree of success. You'll have better success if you might be able to have a cross-pollinator around. And I did mention uh, uh, the Rome apple and the Golden Delicious apple because most of our apples fall into the next category, which is self-unfruitful. So that's literally most apples with the exception of uh, Rome and, and, and Golden Delicious. The other self-unfruitful tree that we plant uh, very frequently is that of pears. Um, the next group would be sweet cherries. Uh, while there's always a, a, you know, an exception here, the variety we know as Stella is self-fruitful, but all the other sweet cherries are self-unfruitful. And then the last uh, uh, tree there would be Japanese type plums. So self-unfruitful means you absolutely have to have a cross-pollination happening with another different variety. You can't have two of the same apples, for example. Uh, that's still no good. You have to have, say, a Rome apple and a Macintosh or a wine sap. You have to have two different varieties to make self-unfruitful trees work. So the, the benefit of sometimes of having self-unfruitful 
un, uh, self-unfruitful trees, especially when we think about our apple trees, is that our ornamental flowering crab apples that we have just about anywhere will work as a pollinator. And this is quite helpful in urban areas, especially if uh, space is somewhat uh, limited anyway. You've got the ornamental crab apple in the front yard. You've got your fruit tree, your apple trees in the backyard. That pollen from the crab apple will function to cross-pollinate, and you'll still get apples, even though you only had, say, the one, uh, the, the one apple tree. The, the caveat here is both your ornamental crab apple and your apple tree need to be in bloom at the same time. And, of course, we need pollinator insects, primarily the European honeybee, uh, to make sure that we have that pollination occurring so that you get a, you get, do get a, a, a crop of apples off of those self-unfruitful trees. The last little bit I wanted to mention was you will be reading in, in the catalogs and throughout uh, the listings will be there are apple trees that are called pollen sterile apples. They can receive pollen and make an apple but they cannot contribute to the cross-pollination process. So what does that really mean? Well, that really means that if you want uh, two different kinds of apples in your backyard, you might plant a pollen sterile apple. You might plant a, a, uh, another apple tree that has uh, viable pollen but the pollen sterile will not pollinate the viable pollen tree. So you need a third tree. So to have fruit on all three trees, or to have fruit on both of those trees, you're going to need the third, uh, the third pollinator in there so that you have adequate pollen going to the sterile tree, but you also have pollen going to your other desirable apple tree and vice versa. So that's kind of the, kind of the story. Pollen sterile apples... Um, it might confuse the mix a little bit, but once you understand that you're going to need just not two different varieties, but three different varieties, uh, you're all set. One of the more common pollen sterile apples that we all have eaten and have enjoyed, by the way, is wine sap. Um, so even if it's a common, common apple like wine sap, you're still going to need those other two trees uh, to get it. Uh, stamen uh, is another one that we uh, have uh, eaten in the past and enjoyed. Uh, Baldwin is another one. John of Gold is another one that is uh, uh, pollen sterile. So you have those have those choices, or you need to make sure you pick the right choices, and that's where the catalog can be quite helpful. Um, they're going to suggest if you bought a um, yellow delicious, for example, what would be the best pollinator for that yellow delicious? So they already know which apple trees bloom at the same time and will be good as cross pollinators. So uh, pay attention to what the catalog says because uh, they want to they want to sell you trees and you want to be successful. So uh, again, those those terms you're going to be looking for in all of this are going to be self fruitful peaches, nectarines, and tart cherries, partially self fruitful. That's your European-type plums, Rome and Golden Delicious apples, and apricots. And then self-unfruitful are literally most of your apples, your pears, uh, your sweet cherries, with the exception of Stella, and Japanese-type plums. And then, then don't forget those, uh, those pollen-sterile apples are going to require, if you want one, you're going to have to put three in, three different varieties in to get all that. So this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. I'll talk about... Uh, tree pruning systems next week because it's something that is done while the trees are dormant later on 
uh, late winter, very early spring, so it's appropriate to think about that right now. So again, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Greenside Up. I'll be talking to you again next week.